Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Getting ready for a playoff game. Steelers in Buffalo. Sean, don't call me. Seth Myers to my left. Ron Cook across from me. We got a lot going on here. We have Adam Schefter on Mike Tomlin's future. We have Tony Dungy on Matt Canada's past. Ron, how are you today? I'm doing good, except I almost didn't make it in this morning. What happened? This weather. Uh, I, you know, I know you grew up in Buffalo. You're used to this. It was bad in Cranberry. I have a hill that I... I almost turned around and stayed home because we have the equipment now to do it from home. I, I was worried I was going to end up in a ditch, but I braved on. I wanted to see you, so I'm good. I made it. Once I got down that hill, I was okay. How about yourself? Yeah, I had a moment of truth there myself. Coming, I dropped my daughter at Seton LaSalle in the morning, and then— Which is where? Dormont, more or less. Brookline, I guess. Not too far uh, from you, right? Not too far, but lots of hills between me and them. And on the way back, I didn't want to get stuck in traffic, so I made a left into kind of Dormont territory, and that starts with a huge hill. <laughs> and as soon as I made the left, I realized, Uh-oh. if I go down this hill, I'm going to skid out of control. So I stopped at the top of the hill, and there was a guy right behind me, and he's beeping. I'm saying, I, I, if it was like I can't it, do was, it. it was like getting ready to jump out of an airplane. I, if I if I start to go down this hill. I'm going to careen into I don't know what. So I pulled over to the side. And then I'm like, I. What did you do, what did, you do then? I was just, I was going to get out and walk home is what I was going to do. Leave your car on the road? Yeah. Uh, right in front of, but, but I was in front of a driveway. And then I'm like, then I started to inch out. And then the car starts to slide. There's a car parked to my left, an SUV. Oh, man. I'm like, I'm going to hit that if I, if I go. Now you put it all the way down into the lowest gear. Yes. You do that? Yes. And then I said, you know what? The reason this is happening, my only chance, the reason it's happening that I'm skidding is because of the brake. I'm going to let go of the brake. They teach you to, 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 to tap it, right? tap the gas, right? Tap the gas is what they teach you to do. Sean, don't call me Seth Myers. Is that right? The brake will make you skid. Anyway, I well, said, now, did you not, see, were other cars going down that hill without a problem? Uh, I wouldn't say without a problem, but no, there, there were, there were. And the, see, I always try to judge my hill by, I'll sit there and look if other cars are making it. I like my chances. Finally, I said, screw it. I'm going to go take my foot off the brake and go. 
and I did and made it down that hill and up the hill. But for a moment there, it was very shaky, Ron. Sean, how was your morning? Not bad. I woke up not expecting to see snow, so that was an unpleasant surprise. But uh, I have a new vehicle, and so I was. this is really the first test driving through the snow, but I made it in okay, thankfully. Maybe you can give Ron and I a ride home. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Ron, new, how about new, the hills, new, new vehicle, it, that scares me because you, you haven't had it very long, and then you wreck it. Right, you yeah, know? that's what the old one I had for like 10 years. And you or don't something care happened if you bump it. the hip yeah, whatever. a right. Bit, right. Ron, how about a little Tuesday morning six-pack? We don't usually do that. Oh, my God. I can take six-packs any time of the week. Tuesdays with Maury. Go ahead. You know that. Seth, John, there's one. Michigan last night. Seth, John? Sean. Oh, I thought you said John. He goes by both. Michigan last night dominates its way to the national championship. Just dominates. That was an ass-kicking. They ran for like 300 yards, and their defense is just tremendous. That, that that was just brutish football. Uh, in my opinion, they didn't play the best other team in the country, which is Georgia. That right. was the game America deserved to see and didn't get. Would you agree with that? Yeah, probably. Uh, team I mean, Alabama tw- obviously gave them a tougher game than Washington did. Yeah. You know, if you go by record, well, then Florida State didn't make it. The whole thing still doesn't make sense 80 years later. We still don't get the two best teams. In my opinion, we did not get the two best teams, or really the four best, in in the, in the what passes as a Final Four in football. We didn't. It should have been the team that had a 29-game winning streak and lost on a neutral field to Alabama. It should have been them. I can't argue that. They were very good. And then you saw what they did to Florida State. Would have been an unbelievable game. That that Those were the two best teams in the country. So the second question with Michigan is, other than how much do you not like Jim Harbaugh, would be the asterisk here. What do we make of their championship? You know, the, Tainted? Coach, the coach gets suspended twice, right? For two different violations and then the whole sign stealing, stealing scandal. Yeah, I think it's tainted. I mean, I'm not going to take it off of them, but, you know, you want to put an asterisk there at least. See, to me, there will always be an asterisk there, whether there's one officially or not. Right. People were always going to look back and say, did they cheat their way to the title? And that's something they got to live with. I don't think they're going to have trouble living with it. No, they didn't. They certainly partied last night like they wouldn't. Yeah, but it is. Harbaugh's going to head to the NFL. I'm convinced of that. And I don't think the law is done with them. I don't think the NCAA is done with Michigan. Probably not. I don't even know if it's the NCAA that meets out these punishments anymore. I've lost track over the years. They're such a toothless joke of an organization, right? Yes. So who knows what they'll do. I agree he's off to the NFL. I agree the national title is tainted this year. I agree nobody at Michigan cares that it's tainted. But they played a hell of a football game. I'll yeah, say that. they they're, did. They're a really good team. They are. Maybe a great team. I wish we could have found out if they'd played the other best team in the country. Sean? Yeah, as far as it being tainted, I I think when you look at the season as a whole, yes, but I think it's pretty clear that they did this in the playoffs without any of the sign-stealing taking place at that juncture. Yeah, it was like a Patriots, their revenge run. You know, they proved that they didn't need the cheating. Yeah, which makes you question why did they ever do it in the first place. Right. Well, because they could. Everybody's looking for an edge, man. Because they could, I guess. And I guess the ultimate penalty is every time that argument comes up or talk of great teams that people get to mention that the Patriots cheated and Michigan cheated. 
So I guess it's more of a pain in the ass than anything else. Every argument you get in as a Michigan fan or Patriots fan, the other person gets to say, yeah, but you cheated. I guess that's the ultimate punishment. And that game was in Houston last night, correct? Correct. And someone drew the analogy that there's another team that uh, has kind of a tainted championship that played (laughs) in Houston. Yeah. That involved trash cans. cans. Right. Next. The Penguinis last night with a very fine performance, I thought, all the way around. I liked liked the team toughness. I liked um, the overall performance, the goaltending, a little bit of power play sprinkled in. Chris Letang getting gashed on the forehead. That was unbelievable, Ron, but a very nice performance. How about Malkin in the press box talking to the other guy? Look at the scoreboard. Pointing up at the scoreboard. Yeah. He's playing a little. He he was awful for a while, and he's really picked it up. I'm going to – we have Jay Caulfield coming on at 11. Do they have any kind of a goaltending? I mean, can you argue that Ned should play more than Jari? He's not going to, but I'm not sure he's not more consistent and better. Isn't he already playing more? Uh, I, I just think in the last couple games he has. But, uh, I mean, Jari's still the big money guy. But I, I like this Ned Najelkovic. He's really good. And I feel like I can depend on him more than Jari. Yeah, I mean, since they were they were 12-12-3 on December 12th. That's 25 games. And since then, Nedeljkovic has played 8 of 12 games. So I would say that's already happening. Okay. He just played – he's played four of the last five, right? Unless Jari maybe got pulled from one. Yeah, Jari did get pulled from one the other day. So he's getting the majority of the starts already, and he deserves that. I think so too. But it's nice also to have uh, Jari – I don't think Jari's playing poorly by any means. Do you? A little bit inconsistent for my taste, but I would hardly say poorly. He's had some yeah, – last time I looked, he led the league in shutouts. And he also has a 9-12 save percentage, which is this, this is a good problem to have. Let's they're both, put it that they've way. both been pretty good. Where is Nedeljkovic? His fourth in the league in save percentage. I say play him while he's hot, and that's what Sully is actually doing. And at 9-12, Jari is still in the top 15. So I think goaltending has been a major story for them. In a, in a positive way. Yeah. Crack one. By the way, we have Peter King coming up at 1030. Uh, Mike Tomlin, news conference at noon. Should be mighty interesting today. Ron, I want to pay a congratulatory note to my friend Michelle Crecciolo over at the Penguins. Became the first female broadcaster to broadcast a hockey game in Pittsburgh. Borky was sick. We certainly hope he's feeling better. But congrats to Michelle. Nice story in the Post-Gazette on that today. Um, That's awesome. You know, I was driving home last night right at the start of the game and listening, and it didn't dawn on me who that was. And I'm thinking— It's Shelly. It didn't didn't dawn on me even until after I got home. Uh, It really actually didn't dawn on me until the middle of the night when I looked at my phone. And I'm thinking, uh, this woman's pretty good. Uh, I, she was really good. I thought I only listened for like 15 minutes on my drive home, uh, working with Mirzy. Um, I thought is she, she Shelly Ron? Is that her hockey name, Shelly? I don't know. I don't think. What is it then, Michelle? Well, I know her name is Michelle, oh, but what, if it's what, a hockey that, nickname, oh, you'd know. think it would be Shelly. I, I don't know what her hockey shells nick- shells. <laughs> yeah, Crecci. I, I don't I know. I thought she was very good. Very well. Good. She's a hockey player, or was a hockey yeah, player. Grew up and around it all her life, and. She's been with the Penguins forever in a variety of roles, and they keep giving her more, and she keeps handling it with 
perfection. Matt Vensel with a really good story at the Post-Gazette on that topic. So a hearty congratulations. I thought you were going to congratulate me on winning Michelle. our season series and our bets. When you said I'd like to pay a congratulatory note, I thought you were going to say to me, I beat you by eight. No, I wasn't going to say I that. Didn't, I didn't think you It's were. all about the playoffs, Ron. I snuck in. <laughs> I snuck into the playoffs. That's all that matters. Yeah, you beat me in the playoffs last year. Give me a contract extension and let's go. Sean, don't call me Seth Myers. Crack one. All right, Ron. Ooh, that was a double? Yeah. Little double there, huh? Um, Tony Dungy. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Do you have this clip here, Sean? Had this to say about the whole Matt Canada situation. Did you happen to see this, Ron? I did not. I talked to Mike Tomlin this morning. I also asked him about the coaching change. I said, Mike, I know that's hard because as a head coach, I know that's not what you want to do. And he said, you know what? I needed to do it because everybody was feeling the, the crush of it. Canada, Matt Canada couldn't even be himself. For all of us, I had to make that move, and everybody has responded. I, I, I agree with that, if that was Tomlin's thinking, because we talked about this had to be a relief for Canada. Just to get out, everywhere you went, there were the Fire Canada chance. But isn't that... And isn't I think that, that per permeated the locker room, too. Succumbing to outside noise? Uh, and and was it... But I think it, you also got to factor in the performance, too. Well, I think that would be the main reason. Right, but, right. But you don't think even that Tomlin made the call, right? Uh, you think I, Art Rooney made the call? I think it was made jointly. I don't know who approached who first, but I think it was made jointly. I don't know who approached who first. No, there's definitely the performance has to be number one, but the, it became a suffocating issue for that team. Yeah, I don't know that I'm buying all of this. Uh, from what I know of Mike Tomlin, he never succumbs to outside noise. But then you factor in the performance too. The, right, the but I also factor stunk. in that the Steelers had never made a change like this in 80-some years, and it's hard for me to believe they both woke up on the same day and said, I was thinking that too. Let's do it. It was somebody's call, I believe. And I guess, you know, I, I believed Tomlin in his news conference, but it seems like everybody else who's a Steelers insider thinks it was Art who made the call. So you're saying if Art hadn't – let's say Art did make the call. If Art hadn't called Mike and ordered it to happen, Mike would have called Art that day? Maybe, yeah. I think that Cle that was after the Cleveland game, right? Yeah. It was just so awful. You know, you said it's, they've never really fired a coordinator. I don't know that the offense had ever been this bad for this long. But we were it's all been, shocked it, by it. It's been – yeah, because they'd never done it before, but they never traded a number one draft choice either. 
Um, so, I just find it hard to believe they both on that particular day had the exact same thought. Why not any other game that he had managed? Because I think you can hit rock bottom, and I think they did. Sean, crack another one. So who all? Oh, you say both of them. Who ultimately made the call? I don't know. I don't know at this point. I'm flummoxed at this point. Uh, you also have Adam Schefter on Mike Tomlin's future. This one came out of nowhere, considering that the Steelers just reeled off three wins and all that noise had died down. This is Schefter. They're not firing Mike Tomlin, but here's the thing that's interesting. He's got a year left on his contract, and there are some people around the league who believe that Mike Tomlin could decide eventually to take some time off, like Sean Payton did. Maybe take a year off. We'll see if that's something that's on his mind. We're leaning safe, but Mike Tomlin gets to dictate what happens here, not the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're not firing him. He's staying on, but he's staying on if he wants to. If he decides that he'd like to walk, well, that's a different subject. And maybe there's a team out there. He's from Washington. His wife loves Los Angeles. Maybe one oh. of them wants to lob a call into the Steelers to see if they could wind up doing You've something with him. You've got life intel. How about that? You know, I, I, I tell me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Even more significantly than that, didn't Jay Glazer report the same thing? That he could step away for a year? I didn't see that one. Uh, Did he report uh, that? Uh, apparently, this was overnight or yesterday. Oh, really? That, to me, is even more telling than Schefter because I think we've always thought that Glazer is Tomlin's national guy, if you will. That when he says something from Tom, about Tomlin, it usually comes from Tomlin. That's what grabbed my attention. Now, could this be, you know, he wants more money? Uh, I don't know, you know, and it gets an extension. I, I don't know. He can't just coach somewhere else unless they work out some sort of trade. Right. Because he's under contract for Is this, you know, Bill Cowher stepped aside with one year left and never came back. I, I never felt like Tomlin wants to do anything but coach. He has said many, many times that he doesn't want to go into TV even though TV would pay him a fortune, and you know he'd be he'd have a, a prime uh, NFL broadcasting job next year if that's what he wanted to do. But I always thought of him as think of him as a, a coaching. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Lifer. Coaching lifer. Coaching. Uh, he just lives, breathes it, sleeps it. Yeah. And I don't know that he'd step aside for a year, but then he could go wherever he wanted. Well, you're right. NFL insider Jay Glazer reiterated that sentiment. I'm looking on SI.com right now, and they have what we just heard, the Schefter clip, and then a statement saying just that. NFL insider Jay Glazer reiterated that sentiment, stating that it would be Tomlin's choice whether he returned to the team next season or not. I, this should be the lead story, Ron. You don't get two bigger insiders right. than right. Schefter and Glazer, and, and like you said, Glazer – always has a direct line to his friend Tomlin. Absolutely. That's what that's grabbed my attention more than the Schefter report. And by the way, I don't think any clear-thinking person ever thought, and I don't believe I've ever said, that the Steelers would fire Mike Tomlin. It would never, even if they were leaning in that direction, it would never be announced that way. Right. And I don't think it, it wasn't going to happen this offseason. A trade seemed more realistic, and now there's this. Because I think to everybody watching the ups and downs of this team, 
and that includes people who played for the Steelers like Ryan Clark, were wondering 17 years is a long time. It's a long time. And it might be best for both parties to just separate. It's okay. It worked for Andy Reid. It seems to be working for Mike McCarthy and the Green Bay Packers. It worked for Reid and the Eagles when he left. You know? So this actually makes sense to me. You? I don't see him just sitting out. Um, I don't think he wants to do TV. Even for a year? I don't see that. I just think he lives it and loves it so much. But if he doesn't do it here, they got to make some sort of arrangement for him to go somewhere else. No, it wouldn't shock me. Um, you know, maybe he, you know, and let's face it, right or wrong, he doesn't get a lot of love in this town. Everything he does is questioned and scrutinized. And he hasn't won a playoff game in seven years if he doesn't win one on Sunday in Buffalo, maybe he's just tired of it. Maybe he just wants a fresh start and maybe that thinks it would be better for him in the organization. I definitely could see that. Maybe. I de- I mean, now, Cower, I thought, would come back, too, to coaching, and he never did. I can't imagine Tomlin stepping away as a coach. I just can't. I could for a year. For a year, for maybe. For a year to, to see what the best opportunity would be. But, no, I don't see him going the Bill Cower route. And the fact of the matter is Cower got destroyed in this town, too. Couldn't win the big game. Went right. to AFC title. It's just part of – being a coach for the Steelers. It is. There's, Especially there's, when you haven't won a playoff game in, in going on seven the years. The scrutiny here. is always there. No yeah. doubt. No, no, doubt. no doubt. But I just wonder if that wears you out a little bit. Probably. But I would suggest winning a playoff game if you yeah. want to ward off the pressures, right? Well, I think he's turned down the pressure a little bit with this three-game winning streak. For sure. But if they lose again on Sunday and they're heavily favored to lose, it'll start back up again. Yes, I would say so. I heard somebody say today, what do people say? You know, they phrased it the Tomlin haters. I don't know if that's really the word. What will they say if Tomlin wins a playoff game? They'll say it's about time, and that and changes the conversation. And say it's been a pretty yeah. good year. 11 yeah, wins. Absolutely. Pretty good year, right. They'll say it's about time that the Steel- Pittsburgh Steelers won a playoff game today, and this makes it a good season. That's what they'll say. Does that make somebody a hypocrite for being critical of no, him not winning? Not at all. For six years? I mean, I thought that's the business they're in. And at some point, what if they don't win? And my question always is, well, wh- what year is the line for you that they've gone too long without a playoff win? Because seven, as it's I've a mentioned. long time. Not to be negative. Not to be <laughs> negative. But seven years is a long time. So, I just ask very rationally, not negatively, what would be the line for you? 10? 13? 16? Where's the line of too many years without a playoff win? I'm simply asking that question because I think seven is virtually a coaching lifetime without a playoff win. I've pointed out many times that Vince Lombardi coached 10 years, Bill Walsh coached 10 years, uh, John Madden. Uh, like the, the list goes on. Brian Billick, what did he coach? Eight years? This is virtually a coaching lifetime without a playoff win. So you know what I would say? Not to be negative, win a playoff game. That's what I'd say. That's the business you're in, is to win in the playoffs. There's no doubt. And I think I, Tomlin I mean, has done a pretty good job rebounding this team. But the great irony of of this non-losing streak, if I got that right, 
is that he does have a losing record in the playoffs. Not to be negative, but he does have a losing record in the playoffs. Why don't you want to be negative? You've never been afraid of being negative. Win a playoff before. game. Win a playoff game. Um, there's no doubt. And, I, I mean, I'm not sure it isn't time even if they win a playoff game. 17 years is a long time. I don't know that they have a quarterback for next year at this point. You know, he talked last year when they finished seven and two about how all these young guys are really getting it and coming on. Well, you know, maybe maybe we'll see that this weekend. We saw a little bit against some bad competition, but maybe it's time for him to move on and for him and the team. He may be thinking that. Right. And the best of what Tomlin did this season, I think, was on display in Baltimore in these last three games, which a guy like George Pickens, I think, personified that. He seemed to be somebody that was about to be lost, and instead he was found. And Tomlin got seemingly got him on the right track here after that Indy debacle. And Deontay Johnson, the same thing. They all seem to be you know, moving in, in the same direction now. He ultimately, although probably too late, decided on the right quarterback, or just became desperate enough to try Mason Rudolph. I would still say he was late on that. But I do give him credit for going from 7-7 and to 10-7. and He got them in the playoffs. He did. And he did some very good things late in the year. He did some very bad things earlier in the year. Yeah, you know, you can say 7-7 and to 10-7, and but how about 6-3 and 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 7-4? to seven and seven at one point. Right. You know, I mean, we had them as an absolute lock to get in the playoffs when they were six and three. Yeah. With the quarterbacks they were facing and the teams and, and they just, they didn't show up for whatever reason, but I'll give them credit for getting them back and getting them in there. Sure. But I'm with you. I would like to see a playoff win too. I mean, you know, if Exxon had a massive oil spill, that would be a bad thing. How much credit would I give them for cleaning it up? Right. Thanks for cleaning it up, but you pretty much needed to. You did it. Right. It's tough to give a team or a coach too much credit when they dig themselves a hole and then barely leap out of it. You know, this should have been a better regular season. It should have been. I don't care who your quarterback was. I don't care how many you went through. They had Arizona and New England at home in in a five-day span, a couple of two and ten teams, and they just – Fell apart. Fell apart. But you know what? He got him in. They're in the tournament. So now the question is, what do you do with that? Do you win a playoff game, or are we going to go seven years without My one? guess is they're going to lose this week and go seven years without one. I'm starting to wonder about that, Ron. I've been analyzing this game. I think the Bills see, are here, vulnerable. This is your Buffalo paranoia. No, it's You've not. You've been through it so many times. How long is their window open? Well, See, the Bills have actually won four playoff games in three But, years, I mean, how long is their window open? As to, long as Josh Allen su- suits up. That's, how, that's what Joe Burrow yeah, said, Yeah, as long right? as he suits up. He's a unicorn. I know he gives the ball to the other team, but like I said, he has four playoff wins in three years. And he beat the Chiefs in Kansas City, and if his coach hadn't screwed it up, they would have gone to the AFC title game that year. Um, But the Bills have problems, man. Matt Milano their first-team All-Pro linebacker, gone. His replacement now gone. Tredavious White, their star corner, who really wasn't the same after his injury, but still gone. Now his replacement gone. Their offensive line to me is very questionable. 
A lot of things questionable. They were scraping by against teams like the Patriots and Chargers. And Josh Allen, for all the great things he does, does give the ball away. So they're they're vulnerable. The point spread is too big, in my opinion. And the Steelers are going to have a chance to win. I think the weather helps them, too. Supposed to be absolutely nasty. I don't know. The wind again, bad, cold, snow flurries, nasty. More analysis is required here, Ron, but I'm starting to lean certainly in a Steeler cover. Maybe in a Steeler win. Sean, don't call me Seth Myers. It's off the top. Fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. And it's 1028. Time to stop blindly paying those increasing auto and home insurance premiums. Contact the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia and see what they can do for you, Peter King. Let's have him analyze this game and Tomlin's future. Coming up next on Cook and Joe. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.